Hi, welcome back. Welcome to Wellness Within Studio. And this is part two of my conversation with Michelle Sanderson, who is an oncology massage therapist specializing in lymphatic drainage. And there is just so much information here. We thought we needed a part two to continue to do a little bit more education and understand even the differences between getting an oncology massage and going to an oncology massage therapist and the lymphatic drainage. So let's start out, Michelle. Um, again, uh, I appreciate you hanging around so we can do a part two here to get people this vital, important information. I know at the center, when people come in, I can't even begin to tell you, the center's been open going over 10 years now. And I see so many people wearing these bands, you know, these elastic sort of armbands on their right. forearms or up on their upper sleeves. arm. Yeah. And I'm always curious because I know it's so chronic for so many people, but yet so many people aren't told about it and don't understand it and don't know what to do. So if you don't mind, can we get right to it? And how does lymphatic drainage differ from an oncology massage? Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? You think the worst is over because now you've been through this long, hard road of cancer treatment, and yet now there are sometimes long-term ramifications, damage that happens to our body as a result of the treatment. One of the most common things that happens, especially for women who've experienced breast cancer, oftentimes when people have had some level of damage to a major lymph node group in their body. And by that, we typically mean the head or neck, the underarms, or the groin. Usually either a biopsy, a surgical removal of lymph nodes, or radiation to lymph nodes. Sometimes a condition called lymphedema develops in the body. And this is where our circulatory system is having difficulty removing fluid from the extremities, sometimes from the head and neck, or sometimes from the torso of our body, and getting it back into our bloodstream to return it to our heart. So these fluids begin to accumulate in our arms, our legs, sometimes people's necks, sometimes around where their breast was on their body. And now those patients have to seek out extra help, either in wearing garments, compression garments, that help to return that fluid more efficiently back to the body. And sometimes they're seeking out help from manual therapists who can do particular body work techniques to help the body get that fluid back towards the heart, back into circulation. So an oncology massage therapist is trained specifically to be safe to work with people who have had cancer or a history of cancer treatment And a new or a next level of training that a therapist might seek out is to become a manual lymphatic drainage therapist. Now, these therapists receive even more additional hours of training in specifically working with the human lymphatic system, which is a secondary fluid return system in the body, helps to get fluid back again towards the heart. And then a third level of training that typically is sought out by a physical therapist or an occupational therapist or a nurse. Sometimes a massage therapist will seek out a certified lymphedema therapist training. And this is a very advanced training where therapists are now actually able to help make corrective differences in the body 
for people who are experiencing more advanced lymphedemas and then sometimes people who even have things like chronic venous insufficiency or edema caused by congestive heart failure, both of which can also be side effects of cancer treatment. So depending on what the needs of the patient are, they're going to seek out a therapist with these varying degrees of knowledge and education so that they are always choosing a therapist who is safe to work with them at the level of dysfunction that they are experiencing. So someone who's in long-term survivorship, say, they may have a lymphedema. It's well-treated, well-maintained. It's stable. They're perfectly safe to seek out treatment from an oncology massage therapist because we are specifically trained not to trigger and not to exacerbate lymphedema. If someone has a lymphedema that's a little bit more challenging, say they're already under the treatment of a physical therapist at their medical group, but say they're not able to get in to see that physical therapist as often as they would like, sometimes that person would additionally go outside of their medical sphere and seek out treatment from a manual lymphatic drainage therapist just because they're easier to get into. It's a little bit easier access. It's usually a affordable price point where someone can afford to pay out a treatment and get a little bit more lymphatic treatment. But then people who have an active lymphedema that's still trying to be brought under control and managed a more advanced state of disease, they do need to seek out treatment from a therapist who actually has a certified lymphedema therapist designation. Are they hard to and that's, find? Well, yes. Typically, those therapists work directly for medical systems. It can be more challenging to find, but is becoming more accessible to the general public as more massage therapists like myself go above and beyond and seek out this training ourselves. I'm in the midst right now of becoming a certified lymphedema therapist. It's something I have to go and travel to go to training. It's an out-of-pocket expense for me as a therapist, as opposed to me working for a medical system where that's being covered. So it's a little bit more rare for a therapist like me to get that level of training. But I found regionally in our area, in Northern California in particular, a lot of my cancer patients simply can't get into their PTs and their medical systems enough. I felt it was incumbent upon me to seek out additional training so I can be one more resource for them to get hands-on therapy, a routine basis, and we can keep them maintained. It's always better to keep issues under control rather than letting them flare out of control. And then it becomes a bigger deal to try to get people's lymphedemas back into a state of management. So is there a time if you're a cancer patient and I don't know, maybe there's a difference between whether you're in active treatment or in survivorship for this question, but is there a time when you would say, this isn't safe for you to seek this, to do this? Yeah, for a lot of cancer patients, there are certain conditions where the only level of safe touch, I don't care if it would be from an oncology massage therapist, a manual lymphatic drainage therapist, or a certified lymphedema therapist, the only thing that would be safe for them is we talked about in the first podcast on this pressure scale of zero to five would be a pressure of a zero, which just is a hands-on gentle touch to the skin. And the first one that jumps to mind would be if you have an active DVT. Typically, when you have an active 
deep vein thrombosis, your medical doctor is not going to want you to seek out any type of hands-on therapy other than in some circumstances, seeing a certified lymphedema therapist where they can do compression therapy with you, which is a wrapping and a bandaging of a leg or an arm, but they're not going to want you to receive massage in any capacity because they don't want any potential risk, even if it might be very low, of the therapist dislodging a clot and sending that free-floating through the body. An oncology massage therapist would also be very cautious about somebody, especially in active treatment, if various types of blood counts go too low. So whether it's red blood cell counts, white blood cell counts, platelet counts, typically cancer patients in active treatment are very savvy about what their blood counts are. They know because sometimes they're not able to get their infusions if their blood counts are too low. Oh, yeah. There are times absolutely where massage therapists are going to make modifications or again, we're going to go back to that still touch, acupressure, therapeutic touch only for a patient. And again, if someone has an untreated lymphedema, that's something where an oncology massage therapist needs to be referring that person out to a certified lymphedema therapist. That's not something we put our hands on until someone above our pay grade gives us the go-ahead and say, yes, it's safe to be able to actively work with that patient now. Wow, that's uh, really important information for people to hear. So I'm not in your wheelhouse, so I'm going to ask you some questions that maybe other people don't know. I'm sure a lot of right. cancer patients understand. But So for our listeners, what are lymph nodes and why are they such a big deal when it comes to receiving oncology massage or lymphatic drainage? Right. Most people never think about lymph nodes until they get a cancer diagnosis. Lymph nodes are a part of our overall lymphatic system. They're little collection points within the body where our lymphatic vessels, which again, that's our secondary fluid return system in our body to get fluid back towards our heart that has escaped out of our blood vessels. They're concentration points for that lymphatic fluid as it's making its way back towards our heart. They are uh, very immune cell dense. So there's lots of little white blood cells in our lymph nodes who are surveilling our system at all times as part of our immune response. And they're pertinent to the oncology community in particular because it's one of the ways that cancer is diagnosed is oftentimes physicians will go in and biopsy or sometimes surgically remove one or several lymph nodes as part of a process of actually looking for cancer cells. And unfortunately, in the human body, unlike lymphatic vessels, which can regrow and regenerate, once lymph nodes are removed or compromised from our body, they do not regrow. And what that can do is create a condition of compromise in that region of the body that promotes too much fluid accumulation. So this is the beginning of lymphedema. Lymph nodes get removed. The lymphatic system begins to back up a little bit because now there's some back pressure in this hydraulic system in our body. Too much fluid accumulates Protein and other foreign matter starts to accumulate in the area, and it leads to a disease process that we then call lymphedema. And lymphedema is a medical disease process that the average massage therapist is not qualified to work with. 
So someone who is at risk for lymphedema, and that again, at risk means you had a lymph node biopsy, surgically removed or radiated. That patient needs to identify that to their therapist. So at the very least, if a massage therapist doesn't know how to work with lymphedema at all, they don't know how to work with someone who's in active cancer treatment, they can avoid or modify for that region of the body and help and assist that person in other regions of their body that haven't been compromised so that they do not exacerbate or trigger a lymphedema, particular to that compromised lymph node. Wow, that's incredible. And my head is just full of really great information. And I really appreciate all the information that you're giving. And I hope our listeners are taking notes. So what are a few things that a person who's dealing with cancer, whether an active treatment or survivorship, can do to promote their best lymphatic health while they're at Yes, home? absolutely. So I can tell you the number one thing that your lymphatic system needs on a daily basis is for you to move your body in some capacity, even if you don't feel so great, even if that movement, you're in treatment and there's good days and there's not so good days, even and wellness within is such a fabulous resource for this because your focus has been so much on teaching meditative practices and breathing practices. Deep belly breathing is movement. So if someone can hop on to the Wellness Within website and go to those resource pages where you are teaching deep belly breathing, that is great movement for the lymphatic system on a day-to-day basis. Say you have a little bit more energy and you can even just be in your chair sitting there pumping your biceps, marching your legs up and down a little bit. The lymphatic system moves primarily throughout our day with muscular contraction. So we need our muscles to pump and move as part of the overall hydraulic system of our body to get that fluid back towards our heart. You have a little bit more energy, do some very gentle wellness within yoga, which is absolutely on the website also. Grab some stretchy bands, give your muscles a little bit of resisted movement. That will move your lymphatic system. We need to be hydrated. You need to be drinking as much water as is healthy and tolerable for you on a day-to-day basis because the majority of that lymphatic fluid in your body is made of water. So we want to stay well hydrated so we keep your lymphatic fluid thin and flowing and vibrant. And we will be in the future trying to put out resources for people on the Wellness Within website about how to do self-lymphatic drainage. So we will absolutely do a tutorial. It's not rocket science. Once you know a couple of key concepts about the anatomy of your lymphatic system and which direction to try to do a couple of basic strokes, anybody can do lymphatic drainage on themselves at home. So that will be coming. Well, I cannot wait for that. And for those listening, thank you, Michelle, for helping people by telling them about going to the website for a lot of the programs that we offer. There are a lot of virtual classes on our website and podcasts for our listeners to listen to. One of the things that I have to say, I'm a big believer in walking. And I always tell people, even in active treatment, I know that sometimes you don't feel like moving and getting out of bed, but if you can just Mm -hmm. walk, just move. Fresh air and sunshine are the best medicine ever. 
Absolutely. And the hydration piece, I think, is always hard too. you know, is to drink water and just to keep drinking as much water as possible is a really important message for folks to hear as well. Well, I hope that people are going to listen to this over and over again to keep reminding themselves how important their lymphatic system is and to pay attention and to have the important conversations with either their massage therapist that they currently go to or to really talk to a physical therapist or their oncologist about what's in their area or what they can do to really be more mindful and deal with the discomfort that so many people have with dealing with lymphedema and dealing with all that comes with our lymph system when it gets attacked from treatments. I am excited to have you in our Wellness Within studio that we have set up. I would love for you to come in and you said yes, and everybody heard that. So I can't wait. So we're going to come in and we're going to have Michelle ask her to do a demonstration how you can do a lymphatic drainage on yourself at home. Absolutely. At so, home. So stay tuned. Go to our website at www.wellnesswithin.org to find out more about when Michelle's coming back. And so you can stay tuned for that. It'll be on our YouTube channel. And Michelle, please tell people what your website is again so they can go and because it sounds like you have so many resources for people there as well. Lots of free resources, downloads, links to wonderful resources like Wellness Within on my website. And that is lymphworksmichelle.com. And that's Michelle with two L's. Thank you so very much, Michelle, as always. And I want people to know that Michelle's come to the center quite often over the years and people rave about all the education and information they get from her. So thank you so much for your time here today. I really appreciate it. And we'll see you at the studio in a couple of weeks. Such a pleasure, Patty. Can't wait. Thanks so much. Thank you.